Hello, everybody, and welcome to the BU podcast. This is episode three, where we're going to be covering chapter seven, eight, and nine of the book of Genesis of the Bible. I'm Ashley, I'm your host, and today we're going to have a great time reading the great word of God. Let's begin. The flood covers the earth. When everything was ready, the Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all your family, for among all people of the earth I can see that you alone are righteous. Take with you seven pairs, male and female, of each animal I have approved for eating and for sacrifice, and take one pair of each of the others. Also, take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. Seven days from now, I will make the rains pour down on the earth, and it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights until I have wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. Now, if you don't know or you haven't been in touch with the chapters behind this, God was going to send a flood. He was going to send a flood because the people had been corrupt. The whole world was just showing violence. They were showing wickedness with everything they thought and imagined and did. And God was sorry that he ever created humans and all the other living things. It broke his heart for all the things, all the bad things they were doing. So he was going to send a flood. But he saw that in Noah. Noah was righteous. And he wanted Noah to survive along with his family and the animals. So God made a covenant, which is a promise with Noah. I'm going to continue now. And it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights until I have wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. Noah wanted to survive this flood, so he listened precisely. He didn't argue with God. He was like, yes, God, I'm going to do what you tell me. And as a result, we see that Noah, he lived. And if we want to live and we want to, we want to survive the flood, then we need to say yes to God and we need to trust him. Noah was 600 years old when the flood covered the earth. He went on board the boat to escape the flood. He and his wife and his sons and their wives with them were all the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and for sacrifice and those that were not, along with all the birds and all the small animals that scurry along the ground. They entered the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. After seven days, the waters of the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was 600 years old, on the 17th day of the second month, all the underground waters erupted from the earth. And the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. We will see again 
later in scripture that 40 is a very important number. That very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two, they came into the boat, representing every living thing that breeds. A male and a female of each kind entered, just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the door behind them. God closed the door behind them. That's incredible. For 40 days, the flood waters grew deeper, covering the ground, lifting the boat higher above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. And this is because Noah listened precisely to the measurements God told him to make the boat. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on earth, even Mount Everest. Finally, rising more than 22 feet above the highest peaks, all the living things on earth died. Birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on the dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on the earth. People, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and the birds of the sky. All were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him in the boat. And the floodwaters covered the earth for 150 days. So earlier we see how the rain was pouring day and night to make the flood water grow. And the water was coming out of everywhere. And that lasted for 40 nights. But now the flood water lasted for 150 days. That's the end of chapter 7. We are now going to begin chapter 8. The flood recedes. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth and the flood waters began to recede. The underground water stopped flowing, and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. So the floodwaters gradually receded from the earth. After 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. Another 40 days, after another 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the flood waters on the earth had dried up. He also released a dove to see if the water 
had receded and it could find dry ground. But the dove could find no place to land because the water still covered the ground. So it returned to the boat and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back in. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time the dove drove returned sorry. This time the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then Noah knew that the flood waters were almost gone. He waited another seven days and then released the dove again. This time it did not come back. Noah was six hundred and one years old now. On the first day of the new year, ten and a half months later, after the flood began, the flood waters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, Leave the boat, all of you. You and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, the small animals that scrape the ground so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah, his wife, and his sons and their wives left the boat. And all of the large animals and birds came out of the boat, pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to God. And there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think or imagine is to bent toward evil from childhood. I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be a planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. And that is the end of chapter 8. I'm going to begin chapter 9. And in chapter 8, we see how Noah and his family and the animals spent so, so, so much time in the flood. But eventually... The flood waters went away, and it was all okay. <laughs> Believe that even through the flood, even through the storm, God is there. He is holding your hand, and He is not letting you go. And you need to do the same. By placing your faith in Him, you don't let go. And trust me, the storm will be gone and it'll all be okay again. Chapter nine, God confirms his covenant. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them. Chapter nine, God confirms his covenant. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth, all the animals of the earth, all the birds of the sky, all the small animals that scurry along the ground and all the fish in the sea, will look on you with fear and terror. I have placed them in your power. I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetables. But you must never 
eat any meat that still has the life blood in it. And I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. And anyone who murders a fellow human must die. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. Now, be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. Then God told Noah and his sons, I hereby confirm my covenant, which is a promise, with you and your descendants, and with all the animals that were on the boat with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, every living creature on earth. Yes, I am confirming my covenant with you. Never again will flood waters kill all living creatures. Never again will a flood destroy the earth. Then God said, I am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and all the living creatures for all generations to come. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is a sign of my covenant with you, with all the earth. When I send clouds over earth, the rainbow will appear in the clouds and I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. Never again will the flood waters destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. Then God said to Noah, Yes, this rainbow is the sign of my covenant. I am confirming with all the creatures on earth. I find that incredible. So next time you see a rainbow after it rained, remember this covenant that God made with all of us. Noah's sons. The sons of Noah who came out of the boat with their father were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. From these three sons of Noah came all the people who now populate the earth. After the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground, and he planted a vineyard. One day, he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brother. Then Shem and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. When Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. May Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. Then Noah said, May the Lord, the God of Shem, be blessed, and may Canaan be his servant. May God expand the territory of Japheth.
Majapeth share the prosperity of Shem, and may, and may Canaan be his servant. Noah lived another 350 years after the great flood. He lived 950 years and then he died. And that's the end of chapter 9. So here we see that Noah cursed Canaan because, which was um, Ham, his youngest son's son. He cursed him for what Ham had done and he wished, he exclaimed that Shem and Japheth, the oldest in the middle, be successful, be prosperous. And that's the end of today's reading. I hope you enjoyed and learned so much. And I hope you felt the presence of God. Because God says where there are two or three gathered in my presence, I am among them. Thank you for tuning in to the BU Podcast. I'm Ashley Suazo, spreading the great word of God and reaching many hearts one episode at a time. God loves you. God has a great plan for your life. Just believe him.